in Luke 21 verse 15. Prophetic praying. I will give you a mouth and wisdom which your adversaries shall not be able to gainsay nor resist. Did you just hear what the Bible says? It says if you are picked, if you are taken. Can I prophesy? If you are taken into the courts, it says do not plan what to say or how to answer. It says I will give you a mouth and wisdom which your enemy will not resist. Have you noticed what God will give you? It is not an angel. What God will give you, it is not the fire from above. He says he will give you a mouth. Because God, he so much relies on what you're going to say. Because even angels for them to manifest, they will come by what you say. I'm talking to somebody here. Uh, look at your neighbor. If you have a neighbor, look at your neighbor and say, did you say something today positive? <laughs> so all this battle, it is a mouth war. I will give you a mouth. Somebody said prophetic prayers. Prophetic prayers. Yeah, that's where it comes from now. So, so when you, you're in your room like this, the banks are threatening you. You're in your room like this. The sickness is threatening you. The only thing God says he's going to give you is a mouth. He says, I'll give you a mouth and I'll give you wisdom. So it is when now there are spontaneous bubblings in a human tissue. It's a prophetic bubblings. Huh? I know you've been praying for something. But God, all he did was to give you a prophet. A mouth. He says, when I give you that mouth and the wisdom. He says, when that person talks, he says, your enemies will not resist it. Am I telling somebody here? He says, I'll give you a mouth and wisdom. So when you are making prayers, what you need at that point of time, it is a mouth and the wisdom. I will give you a mouth. This is what God says. Now, I'll give me back the same scripture. Just give me back the same scripture. And I want to show you something from the same uh, verse in message translation. The Bible here, what it says. I'll give you the words. And wisdom. That will reduce all your accusers. To stammers and stutters. Tell your neighbor, I, I have a mouth. Do you have a mouth? He says, he says, when I give you, he says, he says, do not be worried. Don't even worry what I will say, how I will say it. I will give you a mouth and wisdom. Now, in Proverbs 18 verse 21, Okay, in, in Proverbs 18, verse 21, uh, it says what? Death and life are in the power of the tongue. Did you hear what the Bible says? In the power of the tongue. Meaning that your tongue has got power. It says death and life 
So when we make prophetic prayers, we can actually call death or we can call life. So if we agree tonight, like, okay, let's make a prayer now. Let us speak life to over this uh, situation. As we speak it, life goes there. Okay, now, I just want to say this. So what the devil does, he entices you to start talking about your husband. Ah, my husband is useless. Trust you me, you may forget it, you may apologize to him, but what you have spoken has become in the spirit and is working to make sure that he becomes useless. You and him have forgiven each other. You have even gone out for lunch. You're even with him and you're enjoying and your time and you having all these wonderful moments. But in the spirit, words are working. Demons are trying to work to make sure that that person becomes useless. Hmm. So I cancel every word. I said against my partner. Or anyone in my family. So when we do prophecy and it happens you in your home, I want you to understand something here that God has given us words as a weapon. Death and the life. In the book of Isaiah 49 verse 2, And he has made my mouth. You see the revelation. The revelation. And he has made my mouth like a sharp sword. Can you imagine where he looks at a sword like this? A sharp one. Then he looks at his mouth. Then he compares them. He says, the way this word is, is how my mouth is. The destruction it can cause, it is similar to the destruction my mouth can cause. These are the same things. I said, the devil does not want a revelation. And this is why so many Christians are not living, they are not living in revelation. They still think their biggest solution, it is when the money comes in their bank account. Your solution is your mouth. Try tonight. You will see it. Oh, look at that scripture. The Bible says, and he has made my mouth like a sharp sword. In the shadow of his hand has he hid me. You hear that? Now, look at this. Are you following? In Mark chapter 11. From verse 20. Look at this. And in the morning, as they passed by, they saw the fig tree dried up from the roots. What did that? The mouth of Jesus. He just said it. He said, no one will eat from you 
And what happened to the fig? It dried. Did, did Jesus call for angels to come and dry it? He didn't. There was no any intervention that he used apart from his mouth. So what you are looking for to happen, it is just you understanding, having a revelation of your mouth. The problem is you, you, you make your mouth for granted. There are things you just talk. You just speak like this. Be economic with what comes from your mouth. Say amen. Now I want to show you another thing here. Now in verse 21 of the same uh, 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 chapter, verse 21, the Bible says, And Peter, calling to remembrance, remembrance of what? Said unto him, Master, behold the fig tree which thou cursed, which you spoke away. He, he never said which you, you, you used angels or you, you sent fire or God. No, what the fig tree which you used your mouth to say a statement. He says, What happened? He says, What happened? Is withered away. Has dried up. Tonight we must dry certain things up. Your yes is no louder and clearer. Tonight we must dry certain things up. Somebody say every demonic tree. Dry. No, you didn't say it properly. Say every demonic tree. Bringing unfruitfulness in my life. I command you to dry from your roots, from your source, in the name of Jesus. Look at the scripture. I just love this. And Peter calling to remember, I said unto him, Master, behold the fig tree which thou cursed is withered away. Now, my main story is on verse 22. Look verse 22. Hmm. And Jesus answering said unto him, unto them, Have faith in God. Full stop. The Hebrew context, the Hebrew context of that scripture, have faith in God, says have faith of God. Have the faith kind of God. Huh, did you just hear have the God kind of what? What is God kind of faith? Verse 23. The God kind of faith is this. For verily I say unto you, that whatsoever, whosoever shall say unto this mountain, that's God's kind of faith, be thou removed, and be thou shall say, that whosoever shall say, your weapon is in what you say. Whosoever shall say. We have so many young, young people in the spirit. Kids in the spirit. Who still think God is going to come from heaven and do something for them? Never. As long as you're in a prophetic ministry, God now is done with you. Anything you need, you must say it. You are not a toddler. Anything you want, say it. Amen. 
No matter how the devil squeezes you, never say a negative statement. Have you noticed everyone in the wilderness when they were with Moses? That was a mistake. The moment they joined Moses, if you say a negative word, you were not reaching Canaan. Only those who are positive. But before in Egypt, they would say anything they want to say. They would live with it. Until they joined the prophetic ministry. Because I don't, I don't expect you to be saying these things in a prophetic ministry. God would come down and say, hey Moses, kill them. Tell them to die. Because they are not aware. I have given them a platform of saying. So where you are now, you are in a ministry where anything you need, you must say it. Do you need a house? Uh, you see, the even hustling. It's like you are okay with a rented house. Do you need a house? Stretch your hand forward. Say in the name of Jesus. I call my house now. <laughs> I want to teach you how we do it. So, so anything you need now, you are not a total like, ah, oh God, I'm praying. <laughs> Lord, I'm praying. I need this. No. Go back to verse. Whosoever <laughs> shall say unto this mountain, be thou shall say. Whosoever shall say. Not shall ask God, but shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea. And shall not doubt in his heart. But shall believe that those things which he says shall come to pass. He shall have whatsoever he says. Wait a minute. The Bible never says that if you shall believe in God. No. If you shall believe in the words you have said. The Bible says it shall be yours. Uh -uh. You may believe in God. You may believe in the Holy Spirit. You may believe in Jesus. But you may not believe in your words. It is not having faith in Christ that will change what you say. It is having faith in what you say. So check that scripture again. New Living Translation. I want you to hear uh, in, in this way. I tell you the truth. You can say to this mountain. May you be lifted up and thrown into the sea. And it will happen. But you must really believe it. You must really believe it will happen. And have no doubt in your heart. In NIV. Okay. The Bible says. Truly I tell you, if anyone says, it is a game of saying. If anyone says to this mountain, go, throw yourself into the sea, and does not doubt in their heart, but believes that what they say will happen, it will be done for them. If you don't doubt in what you have said. So people be like, me, have faith in God. No, we, we thank God for that. We know. We are aware you believe. We are aware you have faith. But believing in what you have said, 
That's another mystery. So if I say, be healed, I must believe that what I have said has taken place. Believing in your own words 